Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. Your Bibles, let's make our declaration. Say it with me. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. It never changes. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I boldly declare that I will be what it says I should be. I will have what it says I should have. I will say what it says I should say. I will live how it says I shall live. This is the day the Lord has made. Today I received the miracle power of God through healing, finances, deliverance, family, and forgiveness. I will stand and pray for a biblical nation. I will stand and pray for the nation of Israel. I will stand and pray for all nations. And I declare that we are one nation under God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you agree, give the Lord a great big shout. You may be seated this morning. In just a few moments, uh, I'm going to ask Pastor Eduardo to uh, come and minister to us. And we're so thrilled to have him. And I'll introduce him in a moment. And I ask for his apologies because we're doing something these, next, these last few weeks, and we're going to continue to do it, to uplink with friends and leaders in Israel to make sure that the further we get away from the barbaric, butchered, demonic attack on October 7th, that we don't forget what these demonic people did to our brothers and sisters in Israel. And we will not be silent, and we will let every politician know, unless you stand with the nation of Israel, we'll make sure you're not a politician in our country anymore. And most of you know this, and we're about to go live to some of our best friends in the world, uh, Josh and Rebecca Reinstein in Jerusalem. Most of you know that every week, according to the Hebrew calendar, we're instructed, the Jewish people are instructed, we're instructed to read what's called the Torah portion. When this attack, when, this, when these, these terrorists, these, these animals attack civilians in Israel, on October 7th, that was the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles of Sukkot. And it's actually called Simcha Torah, the joy of God's word, the joy of the Torah. And it's one of the most joyous occasions when these butchers came in and attacked and murdered these people. Now, I'm going to say this, and excuse me for taking too long before we bring Josh and Rebecca on. Next week, don't miss this. It's going to be a shocking message. But I'm going to teach on the spirit of Amalek. And God's word says we will fight Amalek until the end. Amalek is not a people. Amalek is a spirit. And I'm going to show you that Amalek is in America as we speak. That's why you're seeing all these Palestinians, these pro-Hamas and these uh, pro-butchers. We have people in our Congress, and we need to get them out of there that are flying pro-Palestinian flags. And we need to not stop speaking until Israel has the right and the obligation to annihilate these enemies. Amen. So every week on Simcha Torah, you begin rereading the Torah. And every week, not according to our calendar, but according to the Hebrew calendar, there's a certain Torah portion that comes up for the week. 
Now, there's somebody, I can't remember who it is, but he's really, really good looking, says that in ancient Hebrew, there's no word for coincidence. Last week, this is the Torah portion for the world. Now, listen to this. This is, this is God speaking to Noah. And in our English, it says the word violence, or it says the word uh, um, uh, uh, thievery or robbery or kidnapping. It, it, and, but I'm going to read to you what that word is in Hebrew. Listen to, this, listen to this Torah portion that God said to the world last week when this began. Now, the earth has been corrupt before God. The earth has become filled with Hamas. The word Hamas, we translate in English as violence, as perversion, as kidnapping, as murder, as robbery, as thievery. But in Hebrew, it's the word Hamas. Now, the earth has become corrupt before God. The earth has become filled with Hamas. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupted for all flesh, had corrupted it its way upon the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with Hamas through them, and behold, I am about to destroy them from the face of the earth. Amen. And we agree, and I know I say it every week, but we must speak up loudly and we must speak up clearly that Israel not only has the right, but it has the obligation to defeat this enemy so that it can never, ever happen again. And all God's people said amen. amen. So if we can, are we ready to link up with Josh and Rebecca? Can we bring them? Now, I'm going to look this way because on, on, on television right now and on stream, and by the way, Josh and Rebecca, when we taught this last week, we had in two days a million responses, just under a million responses of people saying around the world, we are standing with the nation of Israel. And so we want to welcome you guys. Can you hear me, Josh and Rebecca? We hear you loud and clear. Amen. Now, Josh is the uh, international head of Israeli Ally Foundation, Israeli Ally Caucus in Jerusalem. And uh, I asked Josh to be on. Josh and Rebecca are two of our best friends. We've had uh, Shabbat with their family more than anybody else. Uh, They are our family, and their children are our family. Josh, can you tell me what's happening over there in Israel right now? What's the latest that you want to report to us? Well, first off, Pastor Larry, I just want to thank you. Uh, God has really risen up a leader like you for a time like this. Uh, We see you speaking all over the world here in Israel and other places and really bringing a strong message of what needs to be done, a strong message of resolve, a strong message of uh, that the Christian world is standing behind Israel, and you're rallying so many Christians behind Israel at this time. And the state of Israel really owes you a debt of gratitude for what you're doing, what your people are doing all over the world. So I wanted to thank you. Um, as you know, uh, Pastor Larry, I got back uh, last week from taking a group of members of Knesset and ambassadors to see the atrocities at uh, Kfar Aza. Uh, in Kibbutz Berry, and uh, these images will haunt me forever. It was a real genocide. The stories that will come out of there will shock the world, uh, the ones who are listening. Uh, We're talking about not just the beheading of babies and the murder of pregnant women and 
uh, the kidnapping, but real, you know, Holocaust-like, um, incredible torture, uh, the rounding up of Jews in different uh, community centers and just lighting them on fire. Uh, the smell of death was everywhere. And to see something like this, and then to see how so much anti-Semitism is spreading around the world in a real explosion of anti-Semitism, people reveling in this, people enjoying it, it's really reminiscent of the times of the Holocaust. But when we see you and your people and other pastors like you and our Christian allies around the world, we realize that this time we're not alone. Amen. Amen. You know, Josh and Rebecca, I saw a, a, a female Israeli doctor this morning on the news, on Fox News, and she said, um, and I won't even share what she said. Um, but she said, I've been a doctor for 35 or 40 years. I have never seen human tragedy the way I saw as we went down to that massacre scene. That, and she described some of the things that happened. It's, I won't, I won't, I'm, I'm going to talk about it next week because I want people to understand what the spirit of Amalek is and how Amalek always combines murder with rape and but we need to keep this out in front of the people and she said she saw things that she had never even 35 years as a doctor never even never even heard of before and so how important is it that Israel the 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 country that we love how important is it to them that we're over here in America speaking up and saying, unfortunately, saying never again, again. How important is it to to the Jewish people to hear Americans, with all the anti-Semitism that's speaking up, how important, Josh and Rebecca, is it for us to speak up? Well, Christian uh, support for Israel is paramount, Pastor Larry, and even leading faith-based diplomacy in America for, for over a decade, maybe more. Uh, but today we're seeing uh, through Israel allies caucuses in 53 countries that it's Christians, not countries, that stand with Israel. And it's Christians who are standing up everywhere. We had a rally in Liberia this week, a rally in Uganda. We had a, a rally in Moldova and in Norway. It is always Christians who are gathering and acting and supporting the Jewish state. And it's so important, you know, that there's two main differences between the time of the Holocaust and now. The first main difference, obviously, is we have a state of Israel, we have an army, we have a leadership, we have our own politicians, we have our, the right to fight our own battles and not rely on others. But the second big difference is you and your followers, is the fact that we're not alone, that there are Christians that are making this stand. And it's so important in the days and weeks ahead, as we go through this campaign, that more and more Christians speak out. We see on the streets in America, uh, which is shocking, people yelling gas the Jews uh, with uh, Palestinian flags, uh, actors uh, signing letters calling for a ceasefire, like we should not fight back against the people who perpetrated this incredible genocide. And it's Christians who are coming out and defending us. Uh, so we're seeing a, a real wave of Christian support like we've never seen it before. And it's so important that we keep the heat up and we keep Christians engaged with this because... As Hamas says, it's first the Jews and then the Christians. Their, their charter is not just to attack Jewish people, it's to attack Christians next. 
And so if we're silent now, this is going to spread everywhere. And I believe it might even be too late. I think we're going to start seeing this in major cities in Europe, in America, and other places around the world, because this is a dynamic, Islamic, radicalized ideology that needs to be fought with our Judeo-Christian values. Amen. Uh, uh, Josh, I want to come back to you in just a minute. But Rebecca, the reason why I asked you to come on, and I want everybody to know that's here and that the, the, the tens and th tens of thousands that are watching with us on stream, um, Rebecca and Josh and their kids are like, they're our family. They're, uh, every time we go to Shabbat, her, their kids, we've watched their kids grow up to, from babies into bar mitzvahs. And the, the, the babies sit on our laps when we do Shabbat. And Rebecca, I know that when this began, uh, you, had, you guys had built a, a very strong, huge bomb shelter for, for God forbid, uh, something like this would happen. And all the neighborhood kids were staying with you and staying in that bomb shelter. As a mother, sweetheart, what are you, what are you feeling? What do you, what, what do you want to say to not only American people, but people from around the world that are watching right now as, as a mother? It's a really hard, <clears throat> it's a really hard question to answer, Pastor Larry. Um, as a mother, I would have to tell you that I'm still reeling. Uh, I heard the stories from my husband when he went to Kfar Azza, and we're, we're hearing more and more as the investigations come forward about how tragic and how terrible the genocide was in southern Israel. And so as a mother, you know, you just cling to your babies and you pray that God will keep them safe and, and God will protect us. Um, we've been very lucky in our community. We've, it's been fairly quiet despite the rocket fire. Um, we, we have spent some time in the bomb shelter, um, but we've made, made it a point for our kids to, to, to keep, keep light of it and to, to try to make them feel safe and, and have their friends around as much as possible. You know, schools, schools are still shuttered. We're, we're starting at a very limited capacity in the schools because we have to be able to um, fit, fit all the kids who are in school into a bomb shelter if necessary. So at this point, we're, we're, and also we're running on a skeleton system because most of our teachers have been called up for the reserves. So, um, you know, we're just trying to, to build back a sense of normalcy for our kids and keep them happy and keep them safe and a lot of prayer. There's a lot of prayer going on yeah. here. Amen. Well, know, know this, that we're praying for you guys 24-7, nonstop, and, and we're praying for all of Israel uh, just to tell our, our people, as soon as this happened, we got a hold of Josh and Rebecca as well as Sam and Julia and Shmulek and his family and said, if you need to come out, come stay. Come stay with us. And, and every family said, they're not driving us out. This is our country and we're staying here and we're going to defeat this. Josh, in the next few minutes, um, what are we hearing from Hezbollah in the north uh, concerning their action with against Israel. Are we hearing anything new? Yeah, we're seeing a, a lot of flare-ups on our northern border. Um, I'm worried that we're being tied down not to retaliate too much by the Biden administration. Um, they've asked us to uh, try to keep it quiet as much as possible. 
uh, got, uh, the northern border is potentially way, way worse, if, if you can even believe that, than the Gaza border, because they have 120,000 rockets that are guided missiles, not just rockets that can shoot indiscriminately, but they can target areas. And so if that flares up and we're not prepared, uh, then it's going to be a big, big disaster for Israel. Now, I, I know that we put the preparation in. They've called up 360,000 uh, reserve uh, soldiers. A lot of them are stationed in the north. Uh, we're prepared if that escalates. But right now, it's been them shooting and us kind of shooting back in a defensive action. Uh, and we're all waiting to go on the offense. You know, we believe that when we fight, God fights with us. Uh, in all the battles of Israel, if we just stand up and fight, we win. And, and, you know, you mentioned right before this, the Parsha, the, the, the Torah lesson of this week, uh, we know that God is going to wipe out Hamas. We just need to be the tools in his hand. And so we pray that God will strengthen our leadership and our resolve, and that we now bring the fight to them. And I think that includes the northern border, whether it be after Gaza or at the same time. Amen. Josh, uh, just one last question. It, it, and, and Rebecca, you can speak also, please. What, what, what's the most important things that we do uh, as Christians here in America? And we have Christians right now uh, on, from Australia and from across Europe and Canada. What's the most important things that we can do uh, in showing our support and our standing with Israel? What would you say we, well, we need to do? The thing is to pray. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. Uh, pray for God's wisdom for our leadership. Pray for God's protection for our soldiers. Pray for the hostages. Pray for our soldiers as we go into the battle. Pray for the families that have lost so much and so many uh, and have been virtually wiped out in the south of, of Gaza. I think prayer is really uh, important. And I think the second thing is, is to take to the streets. We're seeing a lot of pro-Palestinian uh, supporters in America, but the silent majority have not really gotten out there. You know, we saw tens of thousands in Washington. I think we can bring a million Bible-believing Christians to Washington. I'd like to see that. Get out in your communities. Take a stand. This is really the, the time when we say never again. It's now. Uh, we don't want to, to be, you know, silenced from what's really happening in Israel, and we need our Christian friends to stand up and get involved. And lastly, the support is so crucial, Pastor Larry. You've been sending uh, funds and equipment and things to Israel. And I can tell you that that is really important right now to get the bulletproof vests, the, the bomb shelters, to help the, the poor who have been displaced. Over 100,000 Israelis are not in their homes right now. Uh, the support's important. And of course, uh, you're a board member to support the Israel Allies Foundation, the diplomatic war that we're under now, we've done an unprecedented uh, diplomatic campaign. And to get out to your elected officials and to talk to them, to speak to them, tell them it's time to take bold moves, bold moves for Israel. But Amen. on top of that, I think we need to not just pray to God, we need to praise God. We need to praise God for what he's done here in Israel. We need to praise Amen. God for his protection. As terrible as it was, it could have been worse. They were trying to actually capture the South and hold it. Uh, we were able to take them back. We need to praise God for his prophecies being fulfilled before our very eyes, that we get to be a part of that generation. And we need to praise God that Jews and Christians are coming together in an unprecedented receptivity. And we need to praise God for what he's about to do. To Amen. Amen. Josh, Rebecca, we love you guys. Uh, many of you don't know that Josh travels all over the world speaking to governments, 
Uh, Josh is the, was, has been the leading force uh, with Israeli Ally Foundation, Israeli Ally Caucus, in getting embassies to move their embassies from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Josh, real quick, we've, we've got um, uh, how many new embassies are being moved to Israel? Was it seven that you, I talked to you last time? We just time? got uh, the Papua New Guinea one moved in September. Uh, the Paraguayan one is on its way. We have six more. And just last week during all the chaos, we were able to bring a motion in the parliament of the Czech Republic unanimously to move their embassy as well. So people are waking up to the, the scourge of radical Islam. They're stopping to be so intimidated, and we're seeing an incredible move, uh, not just of, of embassies, but of hearts and minds for the state of Israel. And, and Pastor Larry, again, thank you uh, for being that voice for us. While we're here in Israel fighting and, and doing things around, we need people like you to stand up and speak the truth. And I, I've been watching our Christian friends all over the world. No one has been as strong as you, Pastor Larry. Uh, we love you and Tiz and the kids, and, and our hearts are with you, and we thank you for all that you've done. Uh, I just have I'll one thing to add. Go ahead, Pastor Rebecca. Larry. I just want to say that this has not been an easy experience. Um, you know, you asked me as a mother what kind of what I've been through, and I just want to tell you that I've been in touch with Tiz and with Katie and with Anna, and you, your family has really carried us through this. And to be able to talk together and to share our feelings and, and to know that you're praying for us and supporting us and everything that we've seen that you're doing and the rallies that you held, it's really, really encouraging. So I, I want to thank you so much. Well, you guys, we love you guys. You know that. We love your babies. Your babies are our babies. And... And... You know, Pastor Larry. You know. You can count on us, We're this, this whole crowd and, and millions of people around the world. And what's that? I want to be one here for one second and just hug you across all the smiles. We've texted, we've talked, but to see your faces, you guys, and just feel your heart and be able to connect our heart with yours means the world, not only I know to you, but to us. We love you and we're covering you every moment of every day. And let us let us leave leave you guys with this. I know you're seeing these these idiots that are demonstrating for Palestine and for Hamas, uh, and they are idiots. They're they're blind fools. But I got a just encourage. You, I got a phone call just a couple of days ago from Paula White and a rabbi in Jerusalem that I won't say on the air. And they asked, would I be willing to lead with them a march for a million people in Washington, D.C.? And so we're working on that right now to let people know more of us than there are of them. And we don't know when the Messiah is coming, but we do know where he's coming to. And he's coming to Jerusalem that is ruled by God's chosen people. We love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. We miss you. We'll see you in Jerusalem. See you in Jerusalem. Give them a great big hand. God bless. Amen. Let's... I want to say this, and, and you know, I don't, I don't push for offerings and things here. We let people give as they want to give. But you have sent uh, 
with this crisis, you've sent around $1.1 million over to Israel. And, but I need to send another 250000 300000 as soon as we can. When we say they're, they're in emergency need right now, that's not a light thing. Uh, helmets, masks, uh, vests, food, medicine, 365,000 reservists have been called up, and it's just escalating. I don't know if you saw China move six chip, ships into the area today. And uh, l- let me say one thing. Number one, if the Messiah came, are you ready? You need to ask your heart, am I, am I ready? And, 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 and make sure you're ready. The second thing is, is that the further we get away from October 7th, we can't forget. This Hamas, just, one of the leaders of Hamas, just put out a video today, and I'm not going to show it to you. I may show some of it tomorrow. But he said when they're done with the Jews, they're coming for the Christians. So make no mistake. Those who bless Israel, God will bless. But make this no mistake. Those who curse Israel, God will curse. Hamas will be destroyed. Can I have an amen? Would you stand to your feet one more time? And I want to uh, uh, ask forgiveness from our dear friend, Pastor Eduardo. Pastor Eduardo is going to minister to us. And unfortunately, JP is going inter- to in- interpret. And uh, it, it, it's, he's hard to look at, but it's the best we could do right now. I have had the privilege of preaching in this man's church in outside of Sao Paulo. And he runs five services a morning. It's a massive on fire, in love with God, standing with Israel ministry. And so it is beyond honor for us to have Pastor Eduardo come and minister to us. Would you give him a great big God love you? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> Good morning, church. Podem se assentar, por favor. You guys can take your seats, please. Estou muito feliz em poder estar aqui hoje. I'm very happy to be here today. E eu também não estou sozinho. I'm not, I'm not by myself either. Nós temos um grande grupo de brasileiros hoje aqui. We have a large group of Brazilians here today as well. Nós estamos com um grupo de 34 pessoas do Brasil. Our group consists of about 34 people from Brazil que vieram comigo para uma semana aqui em Dallas. Who came with me for a whole week here in Dallas. Entre eles nós temos oito pastores. In between them we have about eight pastors. E juntos nós representamos 22 mil pessoas no Brasil. And together we represent about 22,000 people in Brazil. Eu vou pedir para eles ficarem em pé, I'll por favor.
E tem sido um tempo incrível aqui com todos vocês. And it's been an incredible time here with all of you guys. Também preciso dizer que o nosso coração está com Israel. I also need to say that our hearts are with Israel. Nossa igreja está com Israel. Our church is with Israel. E o povo cristão do Brasil também And está com Israel. And the Brazilian people are also with Israel. Orando e crendo que Deus vai fazer algo novo. Praying and believing that God is going to do something new. E eu quero também agradecer o Pastor Larry. And I also want to thank Pastor Larry por toda hospitalidade e generosidade com o nosso grupo. Group. Nosso coração também está com vocês. Our hearts are also with you guys. E vocês têm uma família no Brasil. And you guys também. have a in Brazil. E eu queria compartilhar uma palavra com vocês. And I want to share something with you guys. Pedir que você abra sua Bíblia no livro de Êxodo. And I want to ask you to please open your Bibles in the book of Exodus. Capítulo 1. Chapter 1. Nós vamos ler dos versos 12 ao 22. We're going to read from 12 to 22. Eu estou pregando em português. I am preaching in Portuguese. Por duas razões. For two reasons. Primeira que meu inglês não é tão bom para pregar assim aqui. Number one that my English is not that great for me to preach in English. E segundo porque nós temos um grande grupo de brasileiros aqui também. And secondly because we have also a large group of Brazilians here. Para eles poderem entender também so toda a palavra. So they also can understand a little bit of the word. E eu quero falar sobre como viver algo novo em tempos difíceis. Sobre como Deus faz algo novo a partir de pessoas improváveis. E nós vamos ler Êxodo capítulo 1. And we're going to read from Exodus chapter 1. O JP vai ler para mim em inglês para vocês. JP is going to read it in English. Até o 22. From the 12 to 22. And here we go. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with hard labor, uh, hard labor and brick and mortar, with all kinds of work in the fields. In all they hard, uh, uh, their hard labor, the Egyptians used them ruthlessly. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shifra and Puah, When, they help, when you help the Hebrew women in childbirth and observe them on the delivery stool, it, if it is a boy, kill him. If it is a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God and did not do what the king of, king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. Then the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered to Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. So God was kind to the midwives, and the people increased and became even more numerous. And because the midwives feared God, he gave the family, them families of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all the people, every boy that, that is born, you must throw in the Nile, But let every girl live. Wow. Esse texto fala muito dos tempos que nós estamos vivendo. This text talks a lot about the times we're living in right now. Como pessoas querem paralisar o que Deus está fazendo. As of how people want to stop us from what we're doing. E eu vim aqui para dizer a vocês hoje. And I'm here to tell you guys today. 
que Deus é especialista em fazer coisas novas a partir de pessoas fracas. Muitas vezes a gente fica preso aos nossos limites e achamos que Deus não pode fazer nada novo. Mas Deus ama fazer algo novo a partir de pessoas improváveis. Essas duas parteiras These two midwives eram mulheres improváveis. Were improbable people. O povo de Israel crescia, the Israelites would grow, mesmo em tempos difíceis. Even in the hard times. Quanto mais o faraó os oprimia no Egito, the more Pharaoh worked them hard in Egypt, mais eles cresciam. The more they grew. Deixa eu lhe dizer uma coisa. Let me tell you something. Se você tem uma palavra de Deus, if you have something from God, não importa o que está acontecendo, it does not matter what's going on. Você vai you are going to grow você vai expandir. you are going to expand e você vai florescer. and you are going to flourish você só precisa de uma palavra de you Deus. only need one word from the Lord e a Bíblia vai nos dizer and the Bible will tell us que essas duas mulheres that these two midwives fizeram um tempo difícil se tornar um tempo de crescimento they made a tough time become a growing time e elas foram um instrumento para preparar o caminho do novo tempo and they were tools to, be, to prepare the new time a gente fala muito sobre Moisés. We talk a lot about Moses. Mas antes de Moisés, but before Moses, essas duas improváveis, these two improbable people, se levantaram na nação, they rose up in this nation, para preparar um novo caminho, to prepare a new way. Sifra significa beleza. Shifra means beauty. Pua significa resplendor. Pua means splendor. Elas eram mulheres esplendorosas que they trouxeram um novo tempo. They were splendorous women and they brought a new time. Olha só. Look at this. Todo novo tempo. Every new time precisa de parteiros para trazê-lo à vida. Needs midwives to bring life. Uma parteira não cria a vida. A midwife does not build life ela traz a vida it brings life parteira é uma profissão milenar midwives is a millennial profession elas não são médicas they are not doctors or physicians parteiras não são médicas midwives are not physicians elas não cuidam de pessoas doentes they don't take they don't take care of sick people elas ajudam pessoas saudáveis a florescer they help healthy people to flourish elas são preparadas para trazer they pessoas are, frutíferas ao mundo. prepared to bring people that are flourishing into the world. Há um novo tempo de Deus. There is a new time of God. Que precisa de parteiros. That needs midwives. Olhe só isso. Look at this. O pastor Larry é um parteiro para o um novo tempo a partir do evento de ontem. Pastor Larry is a midwife to a new time from starting last night. Part Novos tempos precisam de parteiros. New, new times need new midwives. Precisam de sementes. They need, they need new seeds. E ele está plantando uma semente. And he's sowing a seed. Que vai florescer na América. That is going to flourish in America. E em todo mundo. And in every one of us. Então parteiros. And midwives. São importantes. Are important. Para trazer um novo tempo. To bring a new time. Hoje tem muitos parteiros de Deus Today, aqui. Today there are many midwives around us. Deus quer usar a sua vida para trazer um novo tempo. God wants to use your life to bring a new time about. Na sua família. Into your new family. No seu bairro. In your neighborhood. Na sua igreja. In your church. Na sua cidade, In your city, você é um parteiro. You are a midwife. Agora um novo tempo. Now a new time não acontece automaticamente. Does not happen automatically. Os dias são difíceis. The days are tough. 
Por todo mundo a gente vê barbaridades. And all around the world we see these barbary things happening. E parteiros precisam ter uma visão de Deus para trazer um tempo novo. And midwives need to have a vision from the Lord to bring something new. Repita comigo. Repeat with me. O novo tempo. A new time. Não é automático. Is not automatic. É necessário ações, atitudes para atrair o novo Actions tempo. Actions are needed to bring this new time. E eu quero dizer quatro atitudes dessas parteiras para vocês. Que trouxeram um novo tempo de Deus na nação de Israel. That brought the new times into the nation of Israel. A primeira atitude é. The first one is. Lembre-se que o inimigo não quer que você viva um novo tempo. Remember that the enemy does not want you to live the new time. O rei do Egito ordenou que as parteiras matassem os meninos. The king of Egypt, he ordained that he they would kill all the men, all the boys. Como elas não mataram, depois ele quis lançá-los todos no Nilo. Because they didn't do that, they wanted to throw them into the Nile. Preste atenção nisso. But let me tell you this. O maior desejo do inimigo é que você não avance. The biggest desire of the enemy is that you don't go forward. Ele quer que você permaneça escravo e nunca viva o novo They de Deus. want you to stay enslaved and never live the new from God. Mas Deus está fazendo algo novo o tempo todo. But he's doing something new at all times. Nós clamamos hoje aqui faz de novo, We claim here today, God, do something new. Faz outra vez o que fizeste do no passado. Do it again what you've done in the past. De toda maneira o inimigo vai tentar impedir você de entrar numa nova the fase da sua vida. Try to stop you in every single way to, for you to get into the new, new time of your life. Ele vai sempre querer te manter no Egito. He's always going to want to keep you in Egypt. Ele quer sempre te manter aprisionado ao pecado. He always wants to keep you imprisoned in sin. Ele quer sempre te manter numa vida magoada, chateada. He always wants to keep you in that tired life and that, that you're sad and mad. Ele quer sempre te manter no medo. He always wants you to keep you in fear. Mas parteiros são corajosos. But midwives are courage. Eles não são movidos pelo medo constante. They're not taken by fear. Eles vencem o medo. They win fear. Até porque o medo é um espírito. Even because fear is a spirit. E o medo paralisa. And fear stops you. O medo confunde. Fear confounds you. O medo faz você fugir de algo que ainda não aconteceu. It makes you run away from something that hasn't even happened yet. O medo trava o novo de Deus na sua vida. Fear stops and blocks what's new from God in your life. Então as parteiras vencem o medo. So the midwives win and overcome fear. Vencem o They overcome the enemy. E anunciam e trazem à luz um novo tempo de Deus. And they announce and bring light to the new from God. Você vai ser um parteiro na sua vida. E na vida da sua família. And in the family, in your family's life. And in your church's life. Não tenha medo que o inimigo quer colocar no seu caminho. Don't fear what the enemy comes to bring into your way. Suporte as pressões desses dias. Hold those pressures and do not break under pressure. E entre no novo tempo de Deus para você. And go into the new time of God in your life. Então lembre-se disso. So remember this. O inimigo não quer que você viva o novo. The enemy does not want you to live the new. Ele luta para manter as pessoas paralisadas ao passado. He fights to keep the people paralyzed in the past. E o passado é o pior endereço para você viver. And the past is the worst address for you to live in. Deus está sempre fazendo algo novo. God is always making something new. E a partir de pessoas improváveis. And starting with people that are improbable. Deus tem algo novo para você. He has something new for you. Amém. Amen. Segunda atitude para viver Second o tempo novo de Deus. to live something new. Cumpra os princípios de Deus. Uh, fulfill God's principles. 
Aquelas parteiras obedeceram a Deus e não ao faraó. Those midwives uh, they, they obeyed God and not Pharaoh. Você nunca vai viver algo novo em Deus. You're never gonna live something new in God. Desobedecendo os princípios de Deus. Disobeying His principles. A obediência delas pode ser resumida em três palavras. Their obedience to God's principles can be resumed in three words. Imediata, immediate, interna, internal, e inteira. And entire, whole. Ou seja, elas obedeceram a Deus imediatamente. So in other words, they believed, they obeyed God immediately, internamente, internally, e completamente. And whole, in a wholeness. Você precisa obedecer a Deus de imediato. You need to believe and obey God immediately. Não precisa esperar para obedecer o que Deus está falando. You have to obey for something that God has told you. Muitas pessoas falam, ah, Deus ainda não confirmou, Deus Many não falou comigo. Many people say, oh, he has not confirmed yet. He has not talked to me yet. Toda obediência precisa ser imediata. Every obedience has to be immediate. Toda obediência precisa ser inteira. Every obedience has to be whole, entire. Você não pode obedecer uma parte do que Deus you está falando. Hoje nós vivemos um tempo em que cristãos querem obedecer só o que lhe interessa da Você tem que obedecer tudo o que Deus diz. You need to obey everything. E isso precisa ser interno. And this has to be internal. De dentro para fora. From inside out. Então a segunda atitude delas é so que elas permaneceram firmes firm nos princípios de Deus. Ainda que todo mundo está fazendo algo, even though everybody else is doing something, você não precisa fazer o que todo mundo está fazendo. You need to do what doing. Tome muito cuidado com as brechas. Be really careful with the doors that are open. Porque elas abrem abismos na sua because vida. Because they open into uh, into valleys in your life. E roubam o que Deus quer fazer de novo. And they steal what the Lord wants to do that's new in your life. A terceira atitude que eu quero repartir com vocês. And the third attitude and action that I want you guys to know. É que para viver um tempo novo em dias difíceis. Is that in order for you to live something new in a tough days? Você precisa viver para abençoar o próximo. You need to live to bless the other. Parteiras não fazem o seu nome. Midwives do not make their own names. Elas servem para trazer novos nomes ao mundo. They serve to bring others into the world. Elas não vivem para si mesmas. They do not live for themselves. Antes do bebê nascer, before the baby is even born, nos últimos dias que da gestante, days of the pregnant woman. A parteira é a pessoa mais importante. The midwife is the most important one out there. A mulher sente uma dor. The woman feels something. Chamava a parteira. They call the midwife. Depois que o bebê nasce. After the baby is born. A parteira desaparece. The midwife is gone. E o que importa é o bebê. And what really matters is the baby. A nova vida. The new life. Parteiros não vivem para si mesmos. Midwives do not live for themselves. Eles vivem para o próximo. They live for the next. Eles for vivem the para other. o outro. They live for the other. Deus te chamou para abençoar. God called you to bless. Esse é o chamado desde Abraão para nós. That's the calling ever since Abraham all the way to us. Elas escolheram servir ao próximo e não viver para si mesmas. They chose to serve the next and not even themselves. Então esse é o chamado mais antigo para so os cristãos. So that's the, the oldest calling for the Christians. Viver para abençoar o outro. To live to bless the other. Por favor, me escute. Please listen to me. O cristianismo. Christianism é a única religião no mundo. Is the only religion in the world que você só é bem-sucedido. That you're only well done quando quem está ao seu redor prospere melhor. When who's around you prospers and gets better. 
Se só você está melhorando e prosperando. If only you are getting better and getting more prosperous. Isso não é cristianismo. That's not Christianism. Cristianismo é quando o próximo melhora. To be a Christian is, is to be a Christian is when the next gets better. Quando quem está ao seu redor prospera. When who's around you gets prosperous. Vive melhor. And lives better. Em todos os níveis. In all ways. Espiritualmente. Spiritually. Emocionalmente. Emotionally. Financeiramente. Financially. Fisicamente. Physically. Parteiros servem para abençoar o próximo. Midwives are to bless the other. Amém. Amen. Olhe sempre para o próximo. Look always to the other. Foi isso que Jesus nos ensinou. That's what Jesus taught us. Até mesmo quando eu vejo algo ruim no próximo. Even when I see something bad in the other. Eu tenho que mudar isso em mim e não I no próximo. I have to change that in me and not in the other. É o que Jesus ensinou. That's what Se Jesus você está vendo algo ruim no outro. Mude isso em você. Change that in you. E aí as pessoas ao seu redor vão ser transformadas também. Quarto e último. Para viver um novo de Deus em dias difíceis. In order for you to live the new in the tough life, the tough days. Crê na recompensa de Deus. Believe in God's rewarding. Quando nós cuidamos dos outros, When we take care of the others, Deus cuida de nós. God takes care of us. Quando você abençoa os outros, When you take care of the others, Deus abençoa você. God will bless you. Elas cuidaram dos meninos israelitas. They took care of the Israelite boys. E Deus cuidou delas e de suas famílias. And they took, God took care of them and their wives, their families. Perceba que Deus abençoou não apenas as parteiras, realize that he didn't only bless the midwives, mas as suas famílias, but even their families, e suas próximas gerações, and their next generations. Nós lemos isso na Bíblia. We read this in the Bible. Então a recompensa de Deus, so the rewards from que God, que é um Deus geracional, que é um Deus geracional, that is a generational God, vai abençoar suas pró sua próxima descendência. Is going to bless the next generation. Creia que Deus recompensa Believe com isso. Believe that the Lord will reward, reward you with that. Hebreus 11, 6 diz que Hebrews Deus recompensa aqueles que o buscam. God rewards those who seek Him. Deus abençoa a família delas. God will bless their wife, their families. E a próxima geração and delas. And their next generation. Porque elas serviram o próximo. Because they served the other. Eu tenho uma pergunta a você. I have a question for you. Você é parteiro ou coveiro? Are you a midwife or the one who works in the cemetery? Você é parteiro ou coveiro? Are you working for the babies or the cemetery? Parteiros estão atentos que o inimigo não quer que eles vivam o novo. Midwives are looking to something that are aware that the enemy does not want you to do something new. Parteiros obedecem os princípios de Deus. Midwives obey God's principles. Parteiros vivem para abençoar o próximo. Midwives live to bless the other. E parteiros creem que Deus recompensa-os. And midwives believe that God will reward you. Aqui na eternidade. Now and in eternity. Deixa eu terminar com uma história. Let me finish with a little story. Alguns anos atrás, years ago, quando a minha filha estava entrando para a universidade, when, minha filha mais velha, when my oldest daughter was getting into university, a Rebeca, ela morou aqui Rebecca entre lived vocês. Here within you guys. Quando ela foi fazer enfermagem na universidade, when she was going into nursing school, no mesmo período, in the same time, minha esposa me procurou era mais ou menos nessa época aqui do ano, outubro. My wife came and looked for me and it was around the same time now, about October. E minha esposa disse assim para mim, Edu, eu estava orando. And my wife said, Edu, I was praying. 
E Deus me disse que eu vou fazer outra faculdade nesse ano. God told me that I'm going to go back to school this year. Eu quero lhe falar sobre ser parteiro ou coveiro. Porque às vezes nós estamos na igreja. Mas somos coveiros. But we're working for the cemetery. Muitas vezes eu fui coveiro. Many times I was there. Então minha esposa disse para mim, so Deus me falou me, God told me que no próximo ano that next year, eu vou fazer uma nova faculdade. I will go back to school. Ela tinha feito teologia, She had already done the pedagogia, and, um, pedagogia. To é, be a teacher? Yes. Sorry. E, e queria fazer psicologia. And she wanted to go into psychology school now. Eu disse para ela, você tá doida. So I told you, you're crazy. Nós não temos dinheiro para pagar isso. We have no money for that. Eu não eu sou pastor, não posso pagar outra faculdade junto com a minha filha. Nós não temos dinheiro. I cannot do this. Minha filha mais nova estava num colégio particular. My, my Eu ia pagar a faculdade da minha filha mais velha. E minha esposa queria fazer outra faculdade eu disse não temos dinheiro. So I said, We have no... É impossível. It's impossible. Ela disse para mim. She said to me. Mas eu estava orando. But I was praying. E Deus disse que eu iria fazer and a faculdade nesse ano. Ela me disse Deus me disse. So she said God told me. E eu como marido como a gente faz. And me like a, like the husband how we eu usually disse, do. Tá bom tá bom tá bom. And tá I'll say bom. okay 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 okay. Alguns meses se passaram. No início do ano no Brasil a faculdade começa em fevereiro. Em janeiro nós saímos de férias. Em fevereiro ela foi fazer a matrícula e pagar a faculdade da minha filha. E eu estava na igreja. Quando eu cheguei em casa para almoçar. Ela disse para mim. She said, fui na faculdade. I went to school. Paguei a faculdade da Rebeca. I paid Rebecca's school. E passei o cartão na minha faculdade. And I slid the card on my school. Ali eu fiquei maluco. That moment I went crazy. E comecei a falar. And I began saying. Agora a gente não vai ter mais comida em casa. Now we have no food. Não tem como pagar isso. There's no bill for this. Vamos ter que vender carro. We're gonna have to sell our car. Não tem como mais sobreviver. There's no more way to survive. Eu não posso pagar essa faculdade. I cannot pay for this school. Ela disse para mim. But she told me. Deus me falou. God told me. Que eu ia fazer faculdade esse ano. I was gonna go back to school this year. Eu disse, então é por sua conta. I said, okay, that's on you then. Eu era pastor. And I was pastoring. Mas um pastor coveiro. But I was working for the cemetery. Algumas semanas depois. Couple weeks later. Eu estava na igreja. I was in church. Minha secretária me chamou. Uh, my secretary called me up. E me disse, pastor, tem um casal de São Paulo que and veio para conversar com o senhor. There is a couple from, out of, from the same state that came to just talk to you guys. Eles viajaram quase 100 quilômetros. They traveled about 100 miles. Sem avisar ninguém. No notice. Para falar comigo. Just to talk to me. Eu disse, mas não tenho ninguém agendado para hoje. That, I have no, nothing in my agenda. Ela disse, eles falaram que não agendaram, mas querem she falar com o senhor. She said she didn't schedule, but she wants to talk to you. Eu disse, qual é o nome deles? So I said, okay, what's their names? Ela me disse os nomes, eu me lembrei deles. She said her, their names and I remembered them. Eles eram da nossa igreja quando eu morava em São Paulo. They were a part of our assim. church when I was in another city, something along the lines. 
Eu disse, então pode pedir para eles so entrarem. Said, okay, tell them to come in. Eles chegaram na, na minha mesa, sentaram na minha frente. They came to my office, they sat right in front of me. E disseram para mim, pastor. And they said, pastor. Eu não sei o que está acontecendo na sua vida. I don't know what's going on, going on in your life. E nem na sua família. And not even your family's life. Mas nós estávamos orando em casa em But São Paulo. But we were praying at home in São Paulo, 100 miles away. E Deus nos mandou vir aqui. And the Lord told me to uh, come here. Para dizer que nós vamos pagar a faculdade da sua esposa. To tell you that we're going to take care of your wife's school. E eles pagaram cinco anos. And they paid five years of her school. Por pouco. For just a little bit. Eu não abortei. I was almost about to abort. O que Deus ia fazer na vida da minha esposa. In my wife's life. Hoje. Today. Ela lidera she leads dezenas de profissionais da saúde, hundreds hundred professionals of the health system, que cuidam de pessoas na nossa igreja, that takes care of people from our church, que atendem pessoas com depressão, that take care of people with depression, ansiedade, anxiety, e toda doença emocional, and every emotional disease. E nós temos centenas e centenas de pessoas na área da saúde na nossa igreja, of those who work in the health system in our church. Deus enviou muita gente da área da saúde na nossa igreja. God sent a lot of people from the health system into our church. Nós temos muitos médicos. We have lots of physicians. Muitos psicólogos. Lots of psychologists. Muitos enfermeiros. Lots of nurses. Porque alguém, because one person, ouviu a Deus, heard the Lord, e disse eu vou ser parteiro. And said I am going to be a midwife. Quase que eu fui um coveiro. I was almost taking that away. Não impeça o novo que Deus está fazendo. Don't stop what God is doing new in your life. Deus quer trazer algo novo He na wants sua to bring vida. something new in your life. Não impeça isso. Don't stop that. É um tempo de romper. He, it's a time to break through. Preste atenção, vou terminar. Pay attention, I'm about to finish. Às vezes a gente vai fazer algo novo Sometimes na igreja. Sometimes we're going to do something new in the church. E algumas pessoas dizem assim. And some people say this. Para que gastar dinheiro com isso? Why spend money with that? Para que colocar dinheiro no Unite the Light? Why put money into Unite the Light? Para que isso? Why that? Mas Deus está fazendo algo novo. But God is doing something new. Algo novo está something surgindo. Something new is coming up. Isaías 43. Isaiah 43. Diz: Esqueçam o que se foi. Says, forget what's gone. Não vivam no passado. Do not live in the past. Eu, Senhor, estou fazendo algo I, the novo. Lord, is, is doing something new. Deus está fazendo I algo novo. New. Então seja um parteiro. So be a midwife. Na vida das pessoas que estão ao seu redor. In the lives of those around you. E não um coveiro. And not the one who works in the cemetery. Vamos orar por isso? Let's pray for that. Você pode ficar em pé? Can you stand up with us? Levante a sua mão. Raise your hand with me. Quantos querem ser parteiros? Who wants to be a midwife? Na vida das pessoas ao seu In redor. In the lives of those around you. Sua família. Y your sua family. Igreja. Your church. Que você seja alguém que traga a luz às coisas novas. May you novas. be someone that brings life into the new. 
Senhor, nós queremos te agradecer. God, we want to thank you. E eu sei que o Senhor está levantando. And I know that you are raising parteiros nesse lugar. Midwives in this place. Que estão anunciando o novo do Senhor. announcing the new from God. Deus, eu oro aqui hoje. God, I pray here today. Para que hajam muitos parteiros. That there are so many midwives trazendo a luz. Bringing light. Aquilo que está sendo gerado no céu. Into that what's going to be brought from heaven. Que venha algo novo de Deus. That there's something new from the God, from Na Lord. sua família. Into your family. Nos seus filhos. Into your children. Eu oro por seus filhos agora. I pray agora. for your children right now. Eu profetizo sobre I seus filhos agora. Virá algo novo de Deus sobre eles. Deus tem algo novo sobre os seus filhos. O Egito não é o lugar deles. Não aceite eles no Egito. Eles são para o Senhor. Tem algo novo de Deus sobre os nossos filhos. Deus ajuda-nos a ser parteiros. God help us to be midwives. E trazer um tempo novo. And bring something new. No Brasil. In Brazil. Da América. In America. E no mundo todo. And in the world. Levanta parteiros. Raise up midwives. Cheios de coragem. Full of courage. De vida. Of life. E que não se rendem ao inimigo. E nós declaramos And Essa we declare this morning Nada nothing vai ficar nas mãos do inimigo. is going to be on the enemy's hands. Até mesmo nesse tempo difícil Even Israel. in these tough times in Israel. Parteiros estão sendo levantados. Midwives are being raised. Para anunciar o novo de Deus. To new from God. Vem algo novo de Deus. Come something new from God. Nós profetizamos sobre essa igreja. We prophesy over this church. Que se levantem parteiros. That you raise midwives. Que vão trazer algo novo. That are going to bring something new. Da tua presença. From your presence. Para a nossa vida. To our lives. Em nome de Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amém. Amen. Deus abençoe. God bless you guys. Um, you you interpret uh, into tra- Portuguese what I'm about to say. O que eu vou falar agora. I'm going to ask pastor. Eu vou pedir pro pastor agora. In just a moment. Em alguns segundos. To pray for the anointing of God. Para orar pela unção de Deus. Not only on our church. Não somente na nossa igreja. On our country, mas a nossa nosso país. Twenty something like twenty years ago, mais ou menos vinte anos atrás. Tiz and I went to Brazil for the first time. Eu e a fomos para o Brasil pela primeira vez. We preached in seven cities in six days. E nós pregamos em sete cidades em seis dias. Every church we went to, toda a igreja que nós fomos. Had thousands of people. Tinha centenas de pessoas. And thousands more. E centenas mais. Standing outside. Estavam lá fora. Waiting to get in. Esperando para entrar. Three, four, five Três, quatro, cinco igrejas. Eu nunca tinha visto um avivamento. Or heard of revival. Ou ouvido sobre um avivamento. Anywhere in the world. No mundo inteiro. Like I did in Brazil. Como eu vi no Brasil. When we came back, quando nós voltamos, we said, nós dissemos, God, please, Deus, por favor, bring that anointing, traga essa unção, from Brazil, do Brasil, into America, para os Estados Unidos. I believe in all my heart. Eu creio de todo meu coração. In Hebrew, que em hebraico, everything God does, tudo que Deus faz. Is spiritual. É espiritual. 
and physical. E físico. The spiritual e o espiritual Trinity is the Father, Son, and Holy é o Pai, o Filho e o Espírito Santo. I believe Eu creio this with all my heart. Com todo o meu coração. The physical que a parte natural is Israel, é Israel, Brazil, Brazil and the United e os States. Estados Unidos da América. God is linking us together. Deus está nos ajuntando. And I would like pastor e eu gostaria que o pastor to pray for the anointing of God pela de Deus that God has brought to Brazil que Deus trouxe ao Brasil to come on us in America. Para para Would you pray, Pastor? Pastor? Senhor, nós clamamos a Ti agora. God, we claim to you right now. Um dia o Evangelho veio para o Brasil. One day the gospel came to Brazil. A partir dos Estados Unidos. Through the United States. E da Europa. And from Europe. E agora. And now. O Brasil está trazendo de volta. Brazil is bringing it back. O fogo. The fire. O Evangelho. Of the gospel. E a unção. And the anointing. Para tocar os Estados Unidos. To touch the United States. E a Europa também. And Europe as well. Senhor, nós clamamos so, agora. We claim right now. Reaviva este povo. Revive this group. Derrama uma unção de multiplicação. Pour out an, an anointing of multiplication. Com muita salvação. With a lot of salvation. Reconciliação. And reconciliation. E filhos pródigos voltando para so casa. So the prodigal sons would come back. Deus, nós oramos. God, we pray. Para que nessa igreja. That in this church. Haja um grande avivamento. There will be a revival. A partir de pessoas se entregando a Ti. Starting from the people that are going to give themselves to you and being midwives and tools of miracles trazendo o novo de Deus bringing outra the vez. new from God one more time Faz o novo outra vez. make the new one more time Sopra do teu espírito neste blow lugar. from your spirit in this, in this place e em toda América. and in all America Senhor, eu oro agora Lord I pray right now por uma unção de multiplicação. multiplication Pai, que as igrejas não vão diminuir. Father, the churches are not going to grow weak. Elas vão multiplicar. They're going to multiply. Elas vão avançar. And they're going to go forward. Deus alcança os adolescentes. God reach the teenagers. As crianças. The child, the children. Os jovens. The youth. E os idosos. And even the elderly. Traz um avivamento em Bring todas as esferas. All spheres. Pai, em nome de Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus. Envia os dons do Espírito. Send the gifts of the Spirit. Como nunca antes. Like never before. E faz de novo. And do it again. Com a tua mão poderosa. With your hand and a powerful hand. Derramando uma unção sobre esses homens e mulheres. É o que oramos em nome That's de Jesus. That's pray right now. Amém. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amém. Oh my goodness. Awesome. 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 We're going to close in prayer in just a moment. Nós vamos fechar agora com uma oração em alguns segundos. Little did I know today. Mas mal sabia eu que hoje. I would become a midwife. Eu, eu começaria a ser uma, 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 uma all authority in my home. E perder toda a autoridade na minha casa. 